Dear girls and girl, good morning. You're welcome to day nine of our month of prayer. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for another session with you. Thank you because we know that you would speak to our hearts again this morning. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you help us to do all that you have called us to do. I pray that this will be a beautiful time of prayer for anyone that is listening to me right now. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Today we are praying concerning our hearts and we are dealing with a subject that is so common in our world today, yet not much not um, much attention is paid to it, which is forgiveness. Forgiveness is <clears throat> everywhere, but it's almost pretty much just hanging in the air. There is no prayer altar without forgiveness. Scratch that. No. There is no fervent prayer altar without forgiveness. The Bible says in Second Corinthians chapter 2. I want you to open your Bible with me this morning. To Second Corinthians chapter 2. I'm going to be reading from verse 5 to 11. Hallelujah. Do you have your Bible? Have you opened Second Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 5 and I'll read but if any have caused grief he had not grieved me but in part that I may not overchange you all sufficient to such a man is this punishment which was inflicted on of many verse 7 so that contrarywise you ought rather to forgive him and comfort him lest perhaps such a one should be swallowed up with overmuch sorrow Verse 8, Wherefore I beseech you that you would confirm your love toward him. Verse 9, For to this end also did I write, that I might know the proof of you, whether ye be obedient in all things. Verse 10, To whom ye forgive anything, I forgive also. For if I forgave anything, to whom I forgave it, for your sakes forgive I it in the person of Christ. Verse 11, lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. The words that stand out to me in this passage are forgive and comfort. And when I saw it, I, I asked myself, how do I forgive? And not just forgive, comfort someone that has hurt me. And right inside of me, I didn't say it out loud, I just kind of just made up my mind that look this is impossible this is only for Jesus but I'm here to tell you today that it is possible and it's something that you have to do to maintain a fervent prayer life to do that to someone that has caused you so much pain and bitterness is really hard but it's possible to have a fervent prayer altar we have to obey in everything why? Because we cannot be ignorant of the devil's devices. Priscilla Shara said, Unforgiveness is a strategic design craftily implemented by your enemy to outwit you, to cripple your effectiveness in prayer and your power to stand against him victoriously. I'm going to take it again. Priscilla Shara said, Unforgiveness is a strategic design craftily implemented by your enemy to outwit you, to cripple your effectiveness in prayer and your power to stand against him victoriously. 
So the devil is constantly keeping old wounds fresh in your mind and doing everything in his power to make sure you do not forgive. Because he wants you weak, so he will be able to attack you. Now in this passage that we just read, the Lord says, forgive and comfort. What we usually do is forgive, but not forget, right? That's what we have been told. Forgive, but not forget what the person has done to you. That statement is very common, but it's wrong. It's wrong. And I know that we can relate to what I'm talking about right now. When I ask you, for example, have you forgiven John? And you're like, oh yeah, I've forgiven him. But what happens when you hear the person's name? What happens on the inside of you when you hear the person's name or when you see the person? That's, what's con- that's what convinces you whether you have forgiven the person or not. Unforgiveness causes bitterness and you cannot afford that in your prayer life. You cannot afford bitterness in your prayer life. Forgiveness and comfort may not be easy, but it's possible. The Bible will not say it if it wasn't. Forgive and comfort. Forgive that person and comfort the person. Your enemy wants you to be angry for a very long term. And he can use the lightest offense to do it. It is his design to put you down. But today we forgive anyway. Not because it's easy, but because now you know it's a strategy of the devil against you. The Bible says in verse 11 of the passage that we just read that we are not ignorant of the devil's devices. Forgiveness is mostly for you. So you can be free and full and whole and complete. Do not allow the devil to suck out all of the power and energy that you have to actually make tremendous power available in your prayer. That friend, that parent, that auntie or whoever it is that betrayed you, left you without help, belittled you, judged you, hurt your mom, spoiled your name, abused you, raped you, it's time for you to forgive and comfort. Right now, the devil will try to put a resistance in your heart but do not let him. He will try to convince you, try to remind you step by step, detail by detail of what that person did to be undeserving of your forgiveness. But do not let the devil. Jesus wants you free. When you forgive, you are not wiping the actions of the people that hurt you away as if those bad things did not happen. You are just sparing yourself of the burden that comes with them. You need to live with freedom. You deserve freedom. They are the ones that hurt you. You shouldn't be the one living in bondages to that hurt. You deserve to be free. And that's what Jesus wants of you today. God forgave us of all the wrongs we could ever have done in our lifetime. Wrongs to others, wrongs to him, wrongs to our own selves even. He forgave us. He sent his son Jesus to die. And take up those sins, take up those wrongs, so that he can see you as free. He can see you as clean. He can see you as justified and acquitted. So God expects that much from you too. The Bible says in the book of Matthew that when you forgive others, God will forgive you. There is a relationship between the way you react to people and the way God reacts to you. You have to forgive. 
Remembering what Christ did for you, remembering the work of redemption will make you eager to, eager to do it for someone else. Because you were not deserving of it, but you got it anyway. So the person that hurt you also is deserving of forgiveness. Now I'm going to read unto you another scripture. And you know that it is the word of God that makes free, right? So I'm going to read unto you um, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1. And I'm going to read it unto you in the easy translation. Verse 1 says, Remember how you lived before. You did wrong things and bad things. As a result, you were dead in your spirits. I'm going to read verse 4 now. But God is very good and kind. He loved us very much. Verse 5. Because of our sins, we were dead in our spirits. But God gave us a new life. Hallelujah. Because we are united with Christ. Yes, God has saved you because he is so kind. But God is very good and kind. He loved us very much. When I was studying for um, this session, this scripture just kept moving like up and down in my spirit. Like God loved me very much. Because of my sins, I was dead, but he gave me a new life. Today, you need to give that person that hurt you a new life. You need to comfort that person. You need to forgive that person. You need to release that person. You need to let that person go. So right now, we're going to start from thanking God for forgiving you all of your wrongs and for the perfect work of redemption. And then we're going to receive the grace to forgive him, the grace to forgive her, the grace to forgive them in Jesus' name. So right now, I want you to raise your voice and thank the Lord. Thank him for sending his son Jesus to die for you and carry the burdens of your sins. Thank you for sending his son to carry the burdens of your past so that you wouldn't have to carry them anymore. Thank him for forgiving you all your wrongs and for the perfect work of redemption on the cross of Calvary. Thank him because he bought you back with his precious blood so that you would be accessible to God. Thank him for redeeming you so that you can have a relationship with your father. Thank him for giving you a clean slate. Thank you for wiping the slate clean for you. Thank him for sending his son Jesus for you. He died for just you. And he didn't just die for you. He died for those who hurt you too. So I want you to thank the Lord for dying for the world. For sending his son to die and redeem the whole world. Thank him because it is in him that you find the strength to do everything he has called you to do. Thank him because it is in him you live, it is in you him, you move, and it is in him that you have your being. I want you to thank the Lord from your heart this morning. Thank him from your heart this morning. I want you to repent for abhorring unforgiveness in your heart. Repent for being so hard-hearted all this while. Tell him you're sorry for being unforgiving. Tell him you're sorry for harboring bitterness. Then thank him. Tell him you're sorry for harboring unforgiveness inside of you, for harboring wrath and anger. Right now, I want you to let go of every bitterness that it is that you are feeling. 
I want you to let go of every wrath. I want you to let go of anger. I want you to kill that malice on the inside of you right now. Receive the grace to forgive just the way you also have been forgiven. I want you to raise your voice and say by faith now. Call out that person's name and say, I forgive you. You hurt me badly, but I forgive you. You have done this great thing against me, but I forgive you. I let you go in my spirit today. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to raise your voice and ask the Lord to bless them. The Lord, I let this person go and I release this person into your own judgment. Father Lord, bless who you want to bless. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is your way of comforting them for really to release them into the judgment and into the blessing of the Lord. Go ahead and release them right now. I release them, Lord. Forgive them. I, re I let them go on the inside of me in the name of Jesus. Finally, I want you to say, Lord, whatever you tell me to do, I will do. If God is going to tell you to walk up to that person and forgive that person, you have to do it. If he tells you to pick up your phone and call that person or send that person a message, you have to do it. Remember that we have to be obedient in everything. So say to him, Lord, whatever you have me do, I will do. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I sense right now that you are free from the bondage and the design of the devil. So go ahead and pour out your love to God. Just say thank you. Thank you, Lord, because it is your will for me to be free. And I receive that freedom right now. As I forgive this person, as I forgive that person, I receive freedom in my spirit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father, we thank you this morning for speaking to our hearts once again. Thank you for forgiving us and therefore giving us the grace to forgive others. Father, I ask you, Lord, that the freedom in the hearts of everyone that is listening to me right now will be permanent. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I decree in the name of Jesus Christ that your heart is free from the burdens, your heart is free from the pains, and right now you are healing in the name of Jesus Christ. Healing is made available unto your heart, is made available unto your emotions, is made available unto your soul in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I want you to know that the devil did not want this to happen, but it has happened anyway, so we give all the glory to God. And another thing I want you to know is the Holy Spirit is going to be inspiring you to do some things. Do not insist him. I want you to obey. Just go ahead and do it. No matter how hard it is, just take that step and obey the Lord. And every other thing will fall in place after then. If you would like to reach out to someone, to talk to someone, you can call me or send me a message on 0812. 641-7555. I'll take it again. 0812-641-7555. Or you can send me an email at gottingirl at gmail.com. Send an email to gottingirl at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a blessed day. God bless you.